Welcome, everybody, to a brand new Bahamas edition of the OTT podcast. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Fake Barney. Barney, what's up? Bermuda, Bahama, come <laughs> on, pretty mama. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up at some point in the podcast. I'm also joined by my husband, Mr. TT, a.k.a. Matt. Matt, how are you doing? Good. I did Google bah- Bahamian songs, and other than what... Barney just sang. I also looked up, uh, I think it was the Baja men. Does that count? Who let the dogs out? Hoo, hoo. Oh God. We didn't, we didn't get long without that one either. I guess they're from the Bahamas. That would make sense. <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly, <laughs> they could be from Jamaica for all I know. Yeah. And, um, I'm Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor in chief of KSR and I'm technically on hiatus slash vacation right now. But Kentucky basketball never stops, and we're getting ready for the Bahamas trip, uh, which is coming up in a few weeks. And so what better way to get ready than to talk to two people who have been to the Bahamas and stayed at the Atlantis. Um, We went back in 2014, my husband and I, for part of UK's foreign trip, and it was so awesome. But we learned a lot. And then also, Barney, you've been a couple times, am I right? Yep. I've been in 07, 14, 15, twice, and 16. So I've been there four times. That's a lot of Bahamas. <laughs> I, love, I, love, uh, I love Paradise Island. It's great because from where I live, um, I can be on a nonstop flight there that only costs like $280. And it's and I'm you know, there in an hour and a half. I mean, it's, it's pretty great. It's about the best like quick getaway vacation you can take. Must be nice. Must be nice. I mean, we always talk about, I, I have fond and not so fond memories of Charlotte, but that is something really nice about the Charlotte airport is it's like, it's got so many direct flights to the Caribbean. So yep. that and the rocking chairs, I guess I'm, I'm a little jealous of. Yeah, I can so. get a direct flight from Raleigh too. Really? Wow. Yep. Man. North Carolina's got it going in that sense. I well, I mean, you have to think about where it is. Like, it's very east coast. And it's right there. Like- it's an hour and a half. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's way quicker for me to fly there than it is to fly to pretty much anywhere. Like, it's, it's, I mean, uh, those, those islands in, like, Bahamas and, like, maybe Aruba, too, or something, they were very popular, like, when when they initially kind of became an American tourist split space, especially if you were living up north, because it's such a direct flight down. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we shared this. Did you see Mad Men? <laughs> this exciting bit of aviation, you know, geography too. It's 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 all good stuff. Who knew you would get that on the Bahamas edition of the OTT podcast? We aimed I it. wish I was going with you guys. Are y'all excited about uh, you know having Queen Elizabeth as the head of state as opposed to you know who's usually <laughs> your head of state? Or do you have a comment on that? We will not comment on that. We will refrain from commenting on that. However, we, I am super, super excited. Uh, we've got a bunch going on right now. Like I, I'm technically on vacation, but we're getting ready to close on a lake house this weekend. And so what? I know, I Rich? know. <laughs> it's Barron River Lake. Don't get too excited. This is not Lake Norman, but... Uh. But no, we're very excited, and I, I'm really excited to have an actual residence that's mine in Kentucky. So, you know, everybody who likes to complain to me that, like, you write about Kentucky sports, but you don't even live in Kentucky. Like, well, you know, part of the time you're going to be wrong now, so. Boom. Who does exactly. that? People complain to you about that? The, the comment section is full of complaints about everything in life. It's just full of complaints. <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> 
Let's talk Bahamas. Yes, Bahamas. All right. So we can't look ahead to this trip without looking back at the last trip. And Mm. there were, I think we've told these a couple times in various mediums. Uh, But I did want to run through these stories from the 2014 trip to the Bahamas. And I will start with uh, probably... Probably my favorite memory from that trip, and it was the first time I met Carl Towns. Yeah. And so my yeah. husband, Matt, yeah, Matt and I. Uh, <laughs> whatever. But we didn't get down to the Bahamas until like halfway through that trip. They played six games, and I think they had just played the third game, maybe. And we had just missed it, or it was either the second or third game. We were there for like three days or something. It was a very short amount of time. Did we see two games or did we see three games? I think we saw three. And the last one they lost. Right. So we really, so they just finished game two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we got down there and everybody, that was a long trip. That was like a 10 day trip for people who did all of it. Mm -hmm. They were exhausted. Like, but by the time we rolled in, everybody was like, oh my gosh, why did we agree to 10 whole days of this? But anyway, so the first night we're there and, you know, there's like a a dinner with all of the different teams and whatever. And we went to that. And then we went to the casino. Because everybody was saying, go to the casino. The players are having the casino. Go get your picture with the players at the casino. Right. And like, I don't, I think this is something that's going to be different this time around than it was last time. Last time the players were just wherever. Like they right. there was no leash. They even learned some lessons on the fly. I think they yeah. learned after like a couple of days, like maybe we don't get a picture with the fans in the casino. Maybe yeah. that's not such a idea. I mean we were we were at a craps table just hanging out with some people and roulette. somewhere or, in between. Yeah, one of those two. And Carl Towns just you know had his you know shaking hands with fans, taking pictures, laughing, joking. I mean, he wasn't obviously participating in the game because he's not old enough. But I remember meeting him. And the big thing back then was everybody was talking about, I know Barney's going to make a joke about this, how big his feet were because they were ridiculous. So the thing would like you know go get they say your, about guys with big feet. And big yeah, socks. Yeah. Tyler probably oh. noticed that. Cause she was like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the she, thing she was, you went clean her drool up off the floor of the casino. <laughs> so she, uh, and Matt, at what point did you start to get, did you start to get a little worried when, you know, uh, uh, when, when, uh, I guess Carl had like he's, his, he had some his microphone for a minute. He had some ring. Yeah. Tyler's not here. Uh, yeah. He had some ring from some championship that he won. Yeah. And Tyler was commenting about it and he took it off and he said, here, just try it on. She put it on. She was like, you know, oh, what finger did cool. she put it on? I, at that point in time, I didn't pay attention. Uh, I was just sort of about to puke. Uh, but <laughs> she, gave, she gave it back to Carl and there was another uh, female there. And she goes, you know, hey, could I wear it? And Carl's like, no, only Tyler gets to wear it. Oh, <laughs> When when uh when she put the ring on, did she take? Did she have to take off another ring that was on that finger to put <laughs> to put that uh, ring on? It was it would be big enough that it would it fit, fit over, over any it. other ring. <laughs> anyway, so I got you know I, I didn't get a picture with Carl because you know you're not supposed to take pictures in the casino, but we did what everybody was doing on that trip, which was the shoe fee, where you would take a picture of your foot next to Carl's foot, and you know. You know, can marvel at how ridiculously big his feet were. But right. anyway, so that was like just one example of how accessible the players were. And I mean, this kid could not have been nicer 
like as we learned throughout his career at Kentucky and, and since he, he really is just all in and genuine about it. And the other guys were too. I mean, yeah. just, you know, you'd see like Aaron and Andrew Harrison just hanging out, like playing the slots or whatever. And you yeah. know, Tyler Ulis and Devin Booker, you know, Devin Booker just standing in the corner, like always posing. It looked like. See, I don't, well, I don't remember Devin Booker, but I definitely remember Tyler Ulis because the talk had been about, you know, how tall is he really? Right. And uh, I'm about 5'9". And I'm like, all right. So that's kind of what they were quoting Tyler height was. And he was uh, kind of, he rolled up in the casino. He's wearing his flip flops. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to stand next to him and just kind of do the, you know, hand over the head check when he's not kind of looking to see. Right. And that's right. not awkward at all. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, I mean, I had to get close. I mean, it's better than putting your foot next to it. Isn't it? I mean, all the players got crowded by fans and everybody. But I was there just long enough. I was just like, yeah, I'm taller than Tyler Ulis. Like that dude is 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 he's all all but five eight. So did you have bigger feet than him though? <laughs> I I didn't do the foot test with Tyler. <laughs> to be fair, if you try that with Tyler Ulis, he might like you know sock you. In the I'm not messing with Tyler these yeah. days. Yeah. He might push you and run off the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some other good memories. Um, there was one time. So back in 2014, the games were not played at the Atlantis. They were played at was it like the Isaac something national gymnasium? It was like on their little sports complex on the mainland and it took forever to get there. So you get into this bus like two hours before the game started, you'd sit in Nassau traffic and you'd have whoever was driving would lead some kind of like historic tour. And I think that's honestly why it took so long. Is right. I think the guy was doing a tour. For like, tips. Here, here's yeah. where Anne Nicole Smith died. Here's where they <laughs> took her to the hospital. You know, <laughs> so true. Bahamians drive on the left side of the road. It's wild. You know? <laughs> yeah. and They're trying to get tip money. The best part about it was we would always see this woman walking on the side of a road with her kids. And I was like, that looks like Dakari Johnson's mom. And it was Dakari's mom. I think she was oh. wearing a Kentucky jersey. With Dakari mommy on, on the back yeah. or something like. And she would walk from Paradise Island to the games every time and back. Oh, my gosh. I know. That is not a short distance. I mean, she, maybe it was only a half I thought a you were going to say it was Anna Nicole's like, yeah. ghost or something. <laughs> they do have an Anna Nicole ghost tour, by the way. I do remember that from the, uh, the tour trip. I didn't but know she anyway. died down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were uh, we had covered the game and whatever, and we were getting ready to go after the game. They would have interviews with Cal or an assistant and a couple of the players. And can we also say, like, not only is the gym just you know just your average kind of it's gym, like a high school gym. You had free reign to sit and pretty much do anything. The yep. only thing you couldn't do is sit on the players' bench, but you could get just about anywhere. I bet you could have you done could, that. You could sit on any, any bleacher that you wanted to do. There was no assigned seating. I just took my camera and sat underneath the uh, uh, basket. Nobody ever told me to get up and go out. Yeah. That's awesome. It was awesome. It really was. And another big draw of that gym, which I will miss this time around, everything was a dollar. From like a bottle of water is a dollar, a diet coke is a dollar, a, a hot dog beer is a dollar. Yeah, a beer is a dollar, a hot That's dog awesome. is a dollar. So people, by the time we had gotten there, and we'll talk about this later, but at the Atlantis, everything is very, very expensive. 
Everything is not a dollar. Yeah, everything is not a dollar. So people, by the by the time we had gotten there, fans would bring coolers to the games and oh, fill no way. up. Oh yeah, fill up at the uh, at the concession stands, oh, and it was great. it was hilarious. That's um, good. Yeah, that's I wish. I, I secretly kind of wish like. We had a cooler to do that. Yeah, or we had like yeah, it, or the games were there. I mean, it'll be nice not to have to be on that bus for two hours a day, but anyways. Um, so after one of the games, I think it was the first game. First game we went to. I had to do all the post game interviews and so stuff. Game three. Yeah. So by the time I was done with that, we walked out, and the bus that had taken all the fans and the media was gone. Dope. And we're, you have to realize we're in the middle of nowhere. Right. So we walked onto a different bus, which was the team bus, and got fussed at. And, yeah. I think it, right. Well, then we go on the French bus. And, and yeah. They, they just beat the French. We try to go on the French bus. They they were just like, yeah. get, get Did you out. They just beat the French. Got beat by a bunch of <laughs> get, a, get off of a bus. 20-year-olds. Yeah. 18, 20-year-olds. So then we tried to get on the Kentucky bus and – it was clear we were not allowed to do that, even though I will forever love Orlando Antigua because he was like the only person on that bus that was like concerned about us. Right. He was like getting off the bus. Or was this when he was coaching the Dominican team? This was when he was okay. coaching the Dominican team. Yeah, so maybe it was the Dominican team. He was like getting off the bus and like, I'll call you all a taxi. Like, what can I do to make this situation He might better? have been there just with Cal. Yeah. And the team, but he, he was there to coach the Dominican team. Right. But anyway, so we got off of that bus and we're like, well, what are we going to do? Crap. We got to call a taxi. And they're like, taxis won't come out here. And it's like, okay. And we Jerry Tipton's there with us and Kyle, Kyle Tucker. I'll never forget. Jerry got off the, the team bus with us after we had been shooed away and was like, they will learn not to mess with the media. And like, <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> he held up his little notebook like he was just about to unleash hell, and <laughs> there's there's one other bus in the parking lot. And we're like, maybe we'll maybe they'll take mercy on our souls, and we go over there. It's the uh, the ESPN SEC Network bus. Okay. And there were like four people on the bus, including the driver, and we go and this on. This was like a. 30, 20, 30 person bus. Yeah, and we go on and we plead our case and they're like, sure, yeah. And I think like, actually Kyle and Jerry were like, Tyler, you go up and say something. Right. Like, I was, why, why would they turn you down? I know. So I, I went up there and they were like, yeah, no problem. We're going to the Atlantis anyways. We all get on the bus. Thank goodness there's air conditioning. We're not going to die, you know, in the middle of the Bahamas. Lo and behold, in the back seat of the bus, as you would expect him to be, is Jay Billis. Just right. crawled out. And we were like, Jay, is it okay if we hitch a ride? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think actually Jay was the responsible person on that. Yeah. And he, he pretty much hooked us up. Yeah, so. so we got to sit next to Jay Bellis. And that was, I think, my first time meeting him. So That's was, cool. He was super, super cool. Um, can I just say how pissed off I am that we're not getting him and we get Dan Dockich? Oh, that's going to be the worst. Oh. Dan Dockett. Say that, and he's going to save your ass in the Bahamas. No, yeah, he's just going to leave us. I mean, thank God the games are at the Atlantis. You know, if you guys can actually ask, answer the question, what would you do if you were stranded on an island with Jerry Tempted? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, actually, we bonded a little bit with Jerry, and that, I bought Jerry a Coke. Yeah, for a dollar. Yeah, he well, he tried to pay me back. <laughs> Jerry, it's a dollar. You can have it. But then he didn't finish it, which was I was a little upset about. Like, come on, oh wow, that's a deal, it. man. Yeah, that's rude in some countries. <laughs> I, I didn't find it to be the most pleasant thing they could have done. 
So I can't remember if it was that bus trip or a different one. Um, we had been tipped off that the team was doing the ice bucket challenge, which if that doesn't scream 2014, you know, I don't know what yeah. it does. But so we were going to head back to their beach to do that and to like record it and whatever. And yeah, I think this is the same game. You had bought him a Coke. We were feeling like chummy with old Jerry. You yeah, know? it was either that game or the game after. Yeah, and so we... Uh, we let him know that that was happening. Right. And what did Jerry go? I guess my editor said to I needed a more... Human interest story. There you go. <laughs> oh. So we... And I actually, I said, I said, Jerry, I said, be careful because Cal might actually make you do the ice bucket challenge. Right. No, no, I got I got my recorder, my iPad. I, I can't do that. I'm like, okay, good luck. And sure enough, we get to the beach and they've got all the ice tubs out and whatever. And Robic takes one look at Jerry and says, Jerry, come on, you're doing it. You're next. And poor Jerry's just like holding up his iPad like that's going to save him. And I'm like, I Robic's can hold like, your... Robic's like, we'll find somebody to hold your iPad. <laughs> anyway, luckily he got out of that one. But uh, it was it was very funny to see Jerry and his, his full-length khakis and his polo and his loafers and his iPad on the, uh, the beach outside the cove. That was... That's awesome. But those are my best stories probably that we can tell. There are a couple that, you know, we... We shouldn't tell, but no, I mean, well, they're actually not that scandalous. They're not that bad, but we won't do it out of respect. They're, for they're nothing like the, the build-up or hype that was the... Right. The, the, the KSR radio. The Cove story, which... Yeah. <laughs> If the, if if the uh, access is half what, you know, it sounds like you guys had and what I've heard then the fans are going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. And I I will say that I think a lot of us had a special connection to that team. But in, in particular for me, I had one, I think, because of that trip. Not only because they were a great and talented team who did something very special, but because I feel like I knew them. And yeah. so I think anybody who went on that trip would say that about these guys or, you know, the 2015 team. Um, and hopefully we can all say that about this team. And I think yep. they actually got to know each other a lot. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, just observing, they had definitely built up a friendship and a brotherhood from spending that 10 or so days there. Um, it definitely helped build the, the bond between them. So we're going to get into talking about this year's trip with a couple tips from, from us three since we were there. What better way to start, Barney? I don't know where you wanted to, but with the water park. Yes, the Aqua Venture water park. Yes, and I didn't get to enjoy this as much as my husband did, or it sounds like Barney did. I went on a few rides, but I think Barney might have been the expert having been there so many times. Oh, yeah, I love the water park. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give everybody just a few tips just from being there several times. So uh, we should come up with some sort of a hashtag as uh, – Fake Barney Bahama tip or something that's way too long, but if Barney maybe Barney Barney Bahamas Barney Barney Mama Barney Mama, yeah, something like that. Uh, we'll we'll come up with it by the by the uh, time this podcast goes live. But anyway, if you end up taking doing one of the fake Barney tips, you know, uh, make sure you, you give us a shout out on on Twitter and uh, and a shout out the OTT podcast, but. Uh, yeah, I ranked uh, my favorite water slides. Um, obviously, um, you want to go to the water park first thing when it opens. I think it opens at nine, um, if I'm not mistaken. It's either it's either nine or ten. So you want to check that out uh, the Atlantis website. 
but you know it's it's warm enough that it's fine um you know when you when you you're, you're okay to to get there early in the morning but the the key to that is that the cruise ships haven't come in yet yeah. so like one of the uh one of the excursions that you can get when you take a cruise to the bahamas is you can you know have a bus take you to atlantis and do the water park the whole day and then i mean those folks have to pay it's pretty steep i think it's around like 100 bucks or something there's a ton of people that do it, especially if they've got kids and stuff. So the difference in crowds at the water park when it first opens at 10 o'clock and then even like two hours later is night and day. Yeah. So when you want to do the water park, you want to uh, set your alarm, uh, get up there and just be there like as soon as they open the gates. Because then, I mean, you could literally, uh, you know, the, the Leap of Faith is the famous um, one off the famous water slide off of the Mayan... Uh, a temple uh, that goes down through the the shark uh, the shark tank, um, and you know the line is usually just crazy for that. And I bet I mean I rode it like six times in a row, just getting right <laughs> off and going right back on. Uh, so it's awesome. So you definitely want to do the leap of faith. Um, Did you see a shark? Oh yeah, no, the sharks are like you 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 when you go you, when you're going through the tunnel, you're going way too fast to see them, but right. like. Um, but when you're standing there, I mean, yeah, you're going through a tunnel with like, you know, legit sharks that, that are not like nurse sharks, but are, that are, you know, sharks that eat, eat people and things. No, I get that. I just said, no, if you were going too fast to like notice. No, that. there's a, no, so there's another ride that's right next to the leap of faith, mm-hmm. um, that's, that you actually float through. It's an, it's a, you're in an inner tube, the leap of faith. You're, it's just your body. You're, right. you're not in a tube or anything. The, the one that's right next to it, it goes through a tunnel that is like, a, it's a very slow moving ride. And that one, you're like floating through that same pool with the sharks. And that one's awesome. I mean, that one, you know, you want to get freaked out and that's crazy. <laughs> you know, you're moving really slow and you're, it's like you're in the water because you're, you're completely surrounded by the water. The sharks can be swimming underneath you, around you, above you, whatever. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. So that, that ride's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'd say just as far as water slides go, Leap of Faith number one. And then if you're going with a friend on the backside of the Leap of Faith, there's a uh, water slide that's got like a race next. That's got a two slides side by side called the Challenger, um, and it's it's really dumb unless you've got um, somebody that you can like race. Right. It's just two slides right next side by side, and then um, and then half the time the little uh, clock's not working. So if the clock's not working. It's not worth it. Right. But um, my number two favorite slide behind the leap of faith is called the abyss and it's from the power tower. So that's the one that looks like it's like a big green square and on four corners, it looks like little flowers on the top of it. Y'all uh, you remember yeah. what I'm talking about? I remember. What okay. So one of those rides is called the abyss and the slide itself is, is, is just, you know, it's really cool, but it's totally dark. Um, but the neatest part about the abyss is at the very end it dumps you off into this underwater like grotto like cave yeah where there's you're in a you're in a aquarium with fish swimming all around you oh, that's- and you're kind of the only one in there that's so it's really neat yeah that's the one i remember because i mean literally you just kind of dump into i think you said it best a grotto and it's just yeah it you just it, it's kind of weird but just you're in this cave that you just got dumped in Oh, very cool. Yeah, and there's just fish, and there's and the, all the walls are glass, and there's just fish swimming all around you, and it's just kind of like a neat moment when you're by yourself. And then you know, like a couple of the other slides will dump in there, but um, 
but you know, there's, it's just, it's just really cool. You can kind of wade around in there. Like a lot of times when you get off a water slide, you feel like you, you know, you're checking to make sure that your pants didn't come off and like, you're you know, like, you have to jump up and like run off so the next person can go. And that one, you can kind of take your time and, and wait off uh, after having stood in line for forever to get up there. So I would definitely ride those two. Um, and then while we're still talking the water slide, I guess my number nine tip uh, for the aqua venture is definitely do the lazy river, but the lazy river ain't lazy. Okay. This is like, Oh dude, Tyler, this is like, this is not, this is not like, it shouldn't even be called. I don't even think it's called a lazy river. I think it's called like at, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um, but it, but it, it's the, um, it it goes around the whole thing. It's over a mile long. Wow. So it it goes around the whole, um, the whole aquaventure park. And, um, and what's really neat about it is, is that when the conveyor belts are working, um, the, uh, you, you never have to get out of your tube to ride some of the rides. So like there's conveyor belts. So like you're, let's say you're going or you're going down the lazy river. Oh, it's called the current. We just looked it up. Yeah, the current. Yeah, okay. So, so, so you're going down the current, and then there's one called like there's a ride called the drop that's really cool. So you'll see a you'll see a, a sign, and it'll be like you know bear left if you want to stay on the current, and it'll be like bear right if you want to ride this ride called the drop. And what's awesome is you never have to get out of your tube. Like you just <laughs> keep, you just keep your butt like in the tube, and it puts you on a conveyor belt that takes you up to the top of the slide. Then you get on the, then you're like, you know, dumped onto the slide. You ride the slide down and it dumps you back into the current. That's awesome. And you just go and keep going in circles. Well, okay. here's exactly. But the thing is, is when, well, I was just going to say, when you miss, when you take the slide, you miss a big section of the current. Right. So like, so, so you think about it, it's a mile long. So the, the, the number of decisions that you can make are like crazy. So like you could literally stay in it all day and like not see, it's not like you're doing the same thing over and over again. Pretty wild. See, I would prefer like the, I think the current to the lazy river because I have this thing with lazy rivers that I always just think people are peeing. The pee factor, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is nothing like, this is a, this is a ride. The current is a ride. Well, but yeah. And there's two sections. If you're going fast, then maybe you wouldn't think, oh, I should, you know, I have to pee. It's not going fast except in the rapid section. There's two sections of rapids. There's two sections of actual rapids with rocks in them, and I've got permanent scars on my <laughs> feet and on my legs from you know I took my my guy friends down there for my 30th birthday party. I mean, and we just we spent the whole day in the current just shoving each other off of our tubes into the rocks. Wow! And so I mean, when we were just gashing our, I mean, our we were I mean we were bleeding all over the place. I mean, like, Why'd you all do I, that? Got, that's that's not enjoyable. You're 30. Oh, it's, you're talking about tipping your friends over in a tube into the me? rocks. Yeah, it's great. And then they're like, you you like look back and you, all you see are like legs flailing in the in the river. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Dinosaurs um, do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's awesome. So it's really, really fun, especially when a lot of times it's it's kind of frustrating because the conveyor belts are down that I've been, I'd say probably only about 50% of the time that I've been to Atlantis, the conveyor belts for all the different rides and stuff are working properly. Right. But, the current is definitely fun uh, to take a lap or two around. One section of the current is a big wave. It's like a wave pool. Oh, I love so those. Like you're, 
Yeah, and so like you kind of go around a corner and you're like, what's the big deal about this? And then all of a sudden you about like flip over, and, and like what's awesome is is that uh, the wave the wave pool gets more it gets harder to stay on your tube the longer in that section. So like the first part you're like, oh, I got this. This isn't that bad. And then the waves get like bigger and bigger the later it's been, you know, so it's, it's really fun. It's really fun. Well, I'm looking forward to that because uh, last time around the games were all during the day. And so you, we didn't really get a ton, but by the time you get on the bus to go to the game, you're at the game, you know, I'm doing all the post game stuff. You're back at the hotel, whatever. It's almost time to like eat. So, but this time around the games will be at night. I think they're all around like seven o'clock SEC network. And they will be on the Atlantis property. Um, I looked it up, and I'm I'm sure it's at the same place where they had the battle for Atlantis, which is in the Imperial Arena, which is really yeah. just a giant ballroom they've turned into a basketball court. Um, right. So, yeah, it should be a lot more convenient for fans, although you won't get your dollar Cokes and your dollar beers and your dollar hot dogs. But, hey, it's the Atlantis. And that kind of segues into my next topic, Tips for staying at the Atlantis and not going broke because (laughs) (laughs) it is not a cheap place. And even if you booked your stuff, like your hotel stay, your flight, you're like, man, everybody kept telling me this was so expensive, but I got, you know, I got a pretty good deal. Tyler, Tyler, somebody's calling me from Lexington again. Oh my God, put him on. Hold on. All right, hang on. Hello. Hang on. Um, uh, yeah, this is John. Hi, John. My name is Taylor, and I'm a student at the University of Kentucky. Con, on behalf of the UK Annual Fund, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. I'm actually uh, recording a podcast right now for Kentucky Sports Radio. Do you ever listen to Kentucky Sports Radio? I have a couple of times. <laughs> you do? Okay, awesome. Well, what do you yeah. want to say to Big Blue Nation right now? Uh, I guess just go cats. <laughs> yeah, go cats. All right. Well, call me back later about me giving you money. Okay, absolutely. All right, go cats. <laughs> yeah. I, I swear, every single time we're doing this podcast, UK calls you? asking me for money. I, I mean, it's actually not that often. This is it's just, it's like this Mark crazy coincidence over here. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well. Whatever, man. I'm not the one with the lake house. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe you're the one. I probably could have, have a lake house. Go to the Atlantis. I could, have, could, have, could have had a lake house if if I uh, if <laughs> UK didn't call me every day wanting my money. Did you mark the uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I saw eight five nine pop up on my phone, and I was like, "You've got to be." I think me. they just somehow know. I I have no idea how. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad she made her uh, OTT debut. Um, yeah, what's her name? Was Taylor? Something like that. So anyway, my tips for, uh, because once you get there, it's not an all-inclusive. Like you either have to get a meal plan or you just have to pay out of pocket for your food. And it's very, very, very expensive. Um, It could be like $8 just for a cup of coffee in the morning. Right. So Um, we went in knowing that. We had known a bunch of people who had gone and they gave us some tips that I'm just going to pass along real quick. Pack food in your bag. Granola bars, beef jerky, snacks, anything that will save you from going to an actual meal, like whether it be breakfast or lunch, you know, I'm not a huge breakfast person. I can get by on a Lara bar or something like that in the morning. Um, 
you know, bring like I don't. I, they had tea and coffee in the room, right? So uh, don't bet on it, though. Yeah, you know, that's I, true. I, I actually might bring like some instant coffee because that's been the new thing, right? It's like they won't put a coffee maker in your just room. so you have to go downstairs and buy coffee. Yeah. Right, that's really annoying. So I'm gonna keep an eye out for it. Um, also, there's a little mini market right when you get on Paradise Island that if you take a taxi from the airport to the Atlantis. You can ask your taxi driver to take you to that market. You can load This up. was so going to be one of my tips. <laughs> there you go. See, I'll let you add your two cents on it. But yeah, just go there, get bottled water. I think I read that the Atlantis will give you two bottles of water per day now. They didn't used to do that. Pack oh, like wow. a reusable water bottle, fill it up. You can also like, you know, not to be a total booze hound. You can go to the duty-free shop before you come into the uh, the Bahamas, yep. get a bottle of, you know, whether it be bourbon or gin or vodka or whatever. And that way you'll have that in your room to mix stuff with. And you don't have to pay like $15, $16 for a cocktail. So Barney, what did, what did you have to say about that? All right. When you go to the store and you have the taxi driver drop you off, the drink, the beer, of the Bahamas is Kalik. That's not what you want. Oh boy. You want the Kalik. You want the Kalik gold. There is a big difference. The Kalik is like a normal, you know, yeah, uh, light. you know, light beer. Yeah, like a Bud Light. The Kalik gold will put you on your purple butt. <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I were, you know, doing the. We had someone had tipped us off to do the same thing, and we, you know, got a couple of bottles of of uh, bourbon, and then we were like, you know, let's try some of this Kalik. And the taxi driver had gone into the store with us, and he was like, "No, no, no, you don't want that. You want this." And we got back to our room. This was for my thirtieth birthday, and there was it was five of us guys, and we had gotten two joining rooms in the in the Royal Towers, and like opened the doors in between them. So it was great. It was like you know, we just brought Myrtle Beach to the Bahamas, <laughs> and uh, and my one of my uh, friends. Had uh, had one business call he had to make, uh, and he had to wait till we got internet so he could log on his computer and do some send an email and make a call. So we had all you know gotten like a, a six pack of the Kalik Gold, and we're stone cold sober when we got there, and we all were drinking a Kalik Gold. And the way he tells the story is he went downstairs for like thirty minutes to make this phone call and, and jump on the internet. And came back up to the room, and we were all like, the music was going, and we were all like dancing around. And he was like, "What the heck happened?" And we'd all had like half of a Kalik Gold. <laughs> so, like, so just telling y'all, Kalik Gold is where it's at. Also, uh, it's, um, I can it, it's the junk. yeah, I can recommend because um, we were like you, we were like, ah, uh, yeah, we'd have a beer at the the lobby bar or something. And they'd give us, we we're like, what's a local beer? And they'd be like, oh, here's Kalik, and it's like, oh, I don't like like light beer i'm not into like bud light miller light i like usually ipas or pale ales or something a little heavier um so finally i think it was like the second to last night we were there maybe even the last night the bartender recommended (laughs) bush crack which is actually it's it's a it's a bahamian beer but it's actually good beer yeah it's it's malt liquor (laughs) It sounds so ghetto, but it's actually really, really good and it's really cheap. So if you are kind of not exactly a beer snob, but you're not a huge fan of like Bud Light, Miller Light, 
Kalik light, whatever. Uh, give the bush crack a go. If anything, it's a really funny conversation starter, like just to walk up and like with a bunch of people around you and be like, can I have a bush crack, please? And then everybody will look at you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, so that was my the, tip. The Kalik the- gold, I just looked it up. It's 7%. Oh my gosh. I got to look at bush crack then. Because it was, yeah. is it, it might also be um, malt liquor. I, for some reason, that's just a thing with, um, the Bahamian beer, I think it was it was Mark. It was uh, introduced to mark the 500th anniversary of Columbus landing on the junk. <laughs> Gosh, uh, Bush Crack is only 5.9 ABV percent. Uh, you need the gold. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> fake Barney hashtag fake Barney Bahama tips. Khalid Gold. Oh man, I want pictures of everybody just passed out with Khalid Golds all around. <laughs> and if if I think uh, if you do eat at the restaurants, uh, you know. No, it's it's not going to be you know a cheap price. I do think they actually include the gratuity. Yeah, tips well. are included. That's so that's a keep, big keep big that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, some of these places have some pretty hefty uh, portion sizes, so you can bring it and put in the fridge and your doggy bag. Well, the yeah. way to get around that is the marketplace. So the marketplace is in the Royal Towers, and uh, the breakfast at the marketplace is. It's gonna be one of the. It's gonna be like a like a top of the line buffet breakfast at a nice hotel. So, I mean, it's gonna be pretty much every single type of food that you could possibly want for breakfast. You know, eggs, French toast, sausage. You know, waffles, omelets. You know, all the fruits and everything that you need. Cereals and everything. Um, I think it's like I think it's probably like I want to say thirty dollars a person or so. Um, but it's literally all you can eat buffet, you know, and of course all your coffee and everything like that is included. Um, so, you know, 30 bucks at the Atlantis is really not that bad for all you can eat, um, uh, for a buffet. Um, so I know if you, you know, you've got a whole family there that, that can add up really quickly. So you don't want to do that every day, but you should definitely check out the breakfast at the marketplace at the Royal tower, uh, at least one day. Yeah. And the line is always like around the lobby. So go well, early. Yeah. Yeah, go early. Go early for pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, another tip I had, so if if you all booked like I did through either Marriott or through the Atlantis website, sometimes you do get a resort credit. Use the resort credit or, you know, you're just throwing use away. I mean, it. use it or lose it. Um, we had one of those the last time we went and we used it at the Todd English Olives restaurant, which is like just off of the casino. Really, really good. Recommend it. They have a lot of good flatbreads and stuff. Um, also, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of the restaurants do like generous portions. I think Virgil's barbecue is like that as they well. They serve family platters. Yeah. I mean, it's and, ridiculous the amount of food they give you. There. Yeah. Like Carmine's I think also does the same. Um, but if you want to get off of the paradise Island, which I totally recommend, um, there are a couple good places that we found. Um, you can take a water taxi from the Margaritaville, Margaritaville, is right next to the Atlantis on Paradise Island. So for $4 each way or $8 round trip, you can take a water taxi and beat all of that traffic on the bridge, get to Nassau Main Island. There's tons of restaurants around there. Um, if I remember right, there's like an area called like the Straw Market where it's like a bunch of like... Yeah, but see, okay, that's one of my lines. tips. One of my tips is avoid downtown Nassau. Really, I think it's fun for like you know a day or a night or something. Maybe, maybe I thought the I thought the market was like really overrated, just like a cheap like just classic Caribbean like market. But I didn't see anything good that was like worth getting. I mean, and then we all went the- to one restaurant called and 
The name of it, the names of the, the the beers and the places in the Bahamas are just, you say them when you're not there and it sounds ridiculous. Um, we went to a place called The Poop Deck. Which the Poop Deck's awesome. That's a great, that's a good Poop restaurant. Deck. It's really good. Yeah, it, was, it was really good. And that was across the bridge. So it's on, you know, near Nassau. And you can take the water taxi there. You can take a normal taxi. Just the normal taxis that they can get kind of expensive. And there's no like flat fare, you know, like, if it's not like New York where you get in and there's a meter, like it's like most of these guys are just like, where do you want to go? And you tell them and they give you a price and sometimes you can haggle with them. And sometimes you can't like, sometimes it'll be $8 to get to the mainland. Sometimes it'll be like 15. It just depends on who you get. Well, Atlantis Uh, is a big area too. And so there's a free shuttle that you should take advantage of. If you're trying to get from like the cove in, to like the the end where the the uh, marina um, is, um, or to like the the ocean club, uh, or like the like there's there's the, it basically just runs like a loop um, around the Atlantis properties and just goes from Cove to Royal Tower to the Beach Tower to the um, I mean all the different Atlantis you know hotels. So yeah. you know save you some time walking if and their shuttles are constantly running. So Yeah, and that's that's a good point to bring up because the Imperial Arena, which is where the games will be, is located between the beach and coral towers. So depending on where you're staying, you're probably going to want to use that shuttle at least once or twice. Um, not that the Atlantis isn't a beautiful place to walk around, but it can be a lot of walking because it's huge. Um, yeah. Let's so see. I'll see I, I avoid downtown Nassau just because a lot of it is really touristy. Um, if you get like one or two blocks off of downtown, it can get super sketchamundo. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the only thing that I would recommend doing in downtown Nassau is the scooter rental. And that's going to sound really touristy and dumb, but we did that and it had a blast. Uh, we rented the little motor mopeds and drove all over uh, the big island of Nassau. Um, it was really fun driving on the left hand side of the road. Um, there are some caves. Um, that are on that are like old pirate caves that you can uh, drive to and uh and explore you can actually like go down in the caves it's really really neat um and we drove the mopeds to there and then also to the fort that's there it's a historic uh fort i think it's fort charlotte and it's one of the first um american naval victories was there um so uh it's really it's got a lot of history it's really really cool uh uh, to explore. So if you're into history and you're you just kind of want to get off, you're getting kind of tired of Paradise Island, Atlantis. Um, I would recommend, you know, renting the mopeds um, and uh, you can, you know, you get them by the, I think you get them by the day. And so we spent the whole day um, riding around on those and just had a blast. That sounds super fun. Yeah, so it was a lot I of fun. Friday is the off day between games. So if you are going Friday, would probably be a good day to do that. Yeah, and it, you know it's great. It poured down rain on us. You know, part of the time, yes, you know, the Bahamas is like pour down rain, so you get soaking wet on the little moped, and then and then like two seconds later, the sun comes out and it just dries you right off. Uh, it was just it was a really fun, really fun experience, um, and you kind of felt like that you were, you know, getting off the beaten path a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, so that's fun. Um, and then, but that's that's really the only thing that I recommend. Uh, the rest of the time, you know, you're you're going to be really. If you're worried about just being in another country, you're not used to traveling overseas. You know, you're going to be really safe on Paradise Island if you just kind of stick to Paradise Island. Um, you know that you're you're going to be fine, especially if you stay on the Atlantis property. Um, 
you know, it's you're, you don't don't worry about that. Yeah, that that's really good advice. Um, my only other tip, I think, was <laughs> if you don't have anything to do in one night and you don't want to really waste any more money at the casino, grab a beer or something and sit in the lobby and people watch because like all the teams are staying in the Royal Towers. You're going to see so many random famous people walk by, like especially with the Calipari fantasy camp happening the second weekend or I guess the weekend. So whatever the, uh, I think it happens the 10th, 11th, 12th. There's going to be a ton of people you would recognize there and just sitting there and watching them all go by is kind of fun. Are there any other teams from NCAA that are going Bahamas for a foreign trip? No, but uh, it's interesting that you ask. Um, Kyle Wilcher is playing with the Canadian team that Kentucky's playing. Ah. So we'll get to see Kyle Wilcher again. Well, do you remember, are, they, are they not doing the Atlantis challenge, the battle for Atlantis? Are they not doing it's, that this year? Uh, they are, but it's not at the same, the same time. time. Because oh, okay. the 2014, there was another team. There's North Carolina. Barney knows very well. <laughs> North Carolina. No, never heard of them. Baby Meeks running around the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, well, so much for the is, they got their, their asses spanked by like some like YMCA local team. The Bahamian All Stars. That's yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah. Which I think they even had a hard time putting together a full roster. <laughs> yeah, the problem is nobody knew about it because it's like a tree falling in the woods, you know, when Carolina goes on a foreign over, you know, foreign yeah, trip. Yeah, like, okay, Roy went to the casino, played some craps, and he forgot about it. Of course that. he did. <laughs> yeah, that's Roy. But, uh, oh, I was going to say, uh, it was, um, piggybacking on, you know, if you don't really want to spend a lot of money and you just want to chill, uh, there's a bar at the Cove um, that is um, – it's a really nice bar. Um, it's it's just really kind of chill. Um, and that's another thing that you're going to find about Atlantis. There's some places that you know you're you're kind of tell you're not supposed to go unless you stay there at that hotel or you stay at that place. Yeah. Um, the Cove is kind of like that, except except like the bars and places like that are not like that. So the restaurants and things like that, you can you can walk in. So you know if you're staying in like the beach tower and stuff, you can go and enjoy like the the parts, the nicer parts of the hotels, if it's as long as it's not someplace where they're checking wristbands or checking something like that, and they're not doing that in the bar. So, like, I mean, when I stayed at the Cove, I think it was like in 07, like right after it opened, um, you know, there's a really cool bar um, uh, in the Cove, and I went down there and had uh, just had a Cuban cigar and, and a, a bourbon. Um, you know, and there's, you know, a lot of people watching the stuff going on. It's just a, like, a nice, like relaxed, chill environment. You know, the, the club and everything is over in the casino and the Royal Tower, you know, between the Royal Tower and the um, Coral Towers. But if you just kind of want a, a, you know, a nice kind of chill place, um, that, that bar is really nice too. Yeah, that's a good tip. And obviously there's a sports book, so you can go put your bet down on the Cats to win number nine. Although I'm sure the odds are going to be. Really. Yeah, with all the people betting that, there, that, I'm sure <laughs> it may not even be worth it. But I mean, you can have that piece of paper on your desk like I do every year, you know, when I bet for Kentucky to win it. Um, but Barney, do you have any other tips? Because I am. Yeah. So speaking of the Cove, um, so they are going to check your wristband to get to the uh, parts of the Cove that are exclusive. So the Cove is is 18 and up exclusive or it might be 21 and up, actually, I think. Um um, because, you know, there's, they do, I guess it's 18 and up because they do, uh, you know, you can do this, have gambling around and, and, uh, alcohol and stuff is served. And so the, the pool there is, there's no kids allowed in that pool. Um, 
when you're accessing the Cove pool from the Cove hotel, they're going to check your wristband. So the only way to get by without one is if you like carry a towel in your hand or like you just kind of follow the, the rule of act like you know what you're doing and you're like, you know, walking with a purpose and that you're supposed to be there. And sometimes, uh, you know, they might not stop you, but the way to sneak into the Cove pool is from the beach. So if you want to sneak into the Cove pool and see where all the players and stuff are, fake Barney tip, there's these cabanas near on the beach. So the Cove beach, you can definitely go to the Cove beach. If you're not staying at the Cove, that's, that's fine. It's the best beach in Atlantis. Yeah. So don't go to the beach. Yeah. Don't go to the beach over by the Royal tower and stuff. That one over there, it's going to be overcrowded. There's a million people there. Walk down in front of the beach by the Cove. There's a, like a lone palm tree there. You'll need to just kind of walk around and then you'll see the, the big cove there um and you'll be able to you know hang on that beach in front of those cabanas and then you can walk access the pool from the cabanas and you walk in right behind the bar just get you a drink at the bar uh that's right there by the pool and then you know if you walk into the cove pool and you got a drink in your hand they're probably not going to say anything to you and you can sneak in that way there's nobody there's never anybody checking wristbands if you sneak in from the beach so fake marnie tip <laughs> On how to sneak in, you know, just don't bring your kids with you because they they'll stick out because they're not allowed. But if you're an adult and you want to get into where the players are without paying, that's how you get in there. That's good. They got the best. They got the best pina colada in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, do you have anything else, Barnes? Uh, yeah. So uh, a couple other quick ones. Um, the shark tunnel um, and the dig is really neat uh, at Atlantis. Uh, you access that from the Royal Towers. Um, again, I would go really early in the morning um, i've always gotten gotten up and kind of gone before breakfast i usually try to get up and watch the sunrise i just kind of like that um and That's so, so amazing, uh Marty. man I, I go by myself man <laughs> but uh, so I, uh i just i just kind of like alone time sometimes uh in the morning on vacation and so um you know when you're walking through uh, they have the shark tunnel like you know like a lot of aquariums do where you know you you walk through and the sharks are swimming overhead right. Um, it's called the predator tunnel. Um, so, uh, there's always a long line and like a million kids screaming and stuff during the day. But if you go at like seven in the morning, you'll be the only one there and you can really enjoy it and get some cool pictures. And, and, uh, you'll definitely want to walk across the uh, rope bridge with the hammerhead swinging underneath you. That's really neat. Um, and then, um, my biggest tip is the nicest restaurant, um, in the Bahamas, um, is at the Ocean Club, which is the Four Seasons Resort. It used to be the one and only. Uh, it's from uh, the James Bond uh, uh, Casino Royale and then also was featured in the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, it's where he had his wedding reception. Um, but the restaurant there is called Dune. Um, you will want to call and make your reservation now. Um, I would look up and see what time the sun sets and then make your reservation for like um, maybe 30 minutes before that. Uh, and then you can arrive uh, maybe 30 minutes before that and check out the the bar there at Dune is awesome. The grounds there, the Ocean Club, are the most immaculate you'll probably ever see. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's a you know it's a super super nice hotel, um, but you uh, you know the restaurant there is a Jean Georges restaurant. So if you know anything about Jean Georges, I mean he's uh, one of the top chefs in the entire world. Um, you definitely want to get the steak. You definitely want to get, uh, ask for the, uh, molten lava cake, which is his specialty. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, what, you know, where you cut it, cut it with a fork and like the, the, uh, um, chocolate like explodes out of it that he was like the one that perfected that. 
Um, and so it's, I don't think it's on the menu, but it's, it's at all of the Jean George restaurants. You can ask for that. Um, the waiter that you want to ask for, his name is plywood. That's my dude. Um, he's been there for forever. Um, uh, he's called plywood. Cause when he got to the Bahamas, he was as skinny as a plywood. Um, and now he's not, uh, well, he's still pretty skinny dude, but anyway, um, he'll take really good care of you. Tell him that John from North Carolina, um, uh, sent you and, um, and just, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be pricey, but not like any more than like Malone's or something, you know, I or, mean, or some place like, at the Atlantis, like Nobu or, you know, any of those places. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you want to definitely call now, um, get a reservation. The, the, uh, car will come and pick you up from the Coral Towers. So if you go to the Coral Towers and you tell them that you have a reservation at the Ocean Club for dinner, they'll come and pick you up and then you'll walk through the, um, the entranceway, which you'll recognize from the James Bond movie. And then, uh, the That's, Dune sits. What, did we have go three ahead. James Bond movie count already <laughs> on the podcast? I think you yeah, yeah. Dune, Dune is sitting on the beach, and so you'll want to sit outside. It feels better outside than inside. Um, and then it's the best sunset view, and I mean, you can't beat it. The glass of wine. I mean, I've uh, you could spend you could spend one hundred fifty dollars there, and you could spend two thousand dollars there. I've done both. It's been fun. <laughs> um, but, Barney, uh, Barney, which which James Bond movie was it? Casino Royale. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's the place where he won the Aston Martin from uh, from the guy uh, uh, playing poker. I'm, I'm reading from the Atlantis Bahamas website. We're talking about Cafe Martinique. No, no, no. He's no, talking no, no. about. I'm, I'm talking about. No, it's not on the Atlantis property. It's on. Uh, uh, it's a different. It's the one and only Ocean Club, but it's not owned by one and only. It's a Four Seasons Resort now. Uh, so Matt, you should pay Club. attention to the podcast. I'm reading something the else. Ca- the Cafe Martinique was featured in Thunderball, which wasn't a real cafe. It was <laughs> there a. You go. There you go. Yeah, it was it was like a it was something they made up. So it's a lot of James Bond movies that were filmed on Atlanta's property. Let's, let's uh, not get him rolling on this because he's yeah, going to be rolling all night. Yeah, all right. So, well, now that we are all super anyway, excited, anyway, go to Dune. Go to Dune. Ask for plywood, um, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be you know get your reservation and tell tell him fake tell him, well he doesn't know who fake Barney is but you just that's going to be your fake Barney tip. Everybody needs to go there for at least one night. Well, Barney, there's still time for you to come, you and Baby Bop. And, yeah. I wish I could, man. Maybe, maybe. I, I love Bob so much. All right. Well, we will make sure that you know you get plenty of tweets and pictures and stuff. We'll make you super jealous. But you get to, to sell watch. Plywood. That'd be I awesome. know you, you get to watch <laughs> along at home. So you'll, it'll be kind of like you're there, except you have to listen to Dan Dockage. But that's okay. Actually, I'm going to be down in Key West. I won't be far from you all. Um, <laughs> My uh, my buddy uh, who's uh, went to UK, who's the coach at Florida Gulf Coast, is getting married. You know, that, this you is just got a nice, nice life. Barney, jet setter, <laughs> world traveler. I'm, I'm just going to be down there for the weekend. Y'all are the ones that are, you know, balling out for like what Wednesday to Sunday or something. Get off me. I don't know if we're balling out as much as we're going to be Matt eating is. like beef jerky and Lara bars. Yeah. Cause we just bought a lake house, yeah. but we will maybe do Dune as a special occasion, but we'll see. You definitely um, need to do Dune. Yeah. So guys listening, I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions, um, we're probably going to release this the Wednesday before the trip or maybe Thursday, um, depending on how this, this week goes. That'll give you plenty of time to listen. Ask us questions. I'm at Mrs. Tyler KSR. Barney, you are at Fake Barney KSR. And Matt, you are at Mr. TT K. 
KSR or Mr. Tyler KSR? Mr. Tyler KSR. Um, so if you have any question, stupid, big, you know, d- there are no dumb questions. So just let us know. We'll help you out. I'm looking forward to seeing all of the Big Blue Nation down there. I think the crowd is going to be much, much bigger this go around. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a blast. So Barney, any farewell comments? Khalid Gold, baby. Seven <laughs> percent. Get into that. Seven percent. Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, we will sign off, and it's been good. I'm looking forward to it. Go cats. Go cats. Go cats. Where?